When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Spurs show is backed for the season by Ladbrokes. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. Ladies and gentlemen, an absolute delight. Please, Mr. Graham Roberts. Mr. Martin Chivers. Yes. Mr. Glenn Hoddle! Alan Murray is our very special guest at the next Spurs Show season ticket live event on Tuesday, April the 24th at the Albany on Great Portland Street. Tell them how to get tickets, mate. All you've got to do to join us is go to season.spurshow.net, sign up, and for just £10 a month, you and the guest can join us at future monthly live show events. What are you waiting for? Go to season.spurshow.net. Come on, you Spurs. That's Spurs Show Live with Alan Mullery on Tuesday, the 24th of April. Secure yourself two tickets from £10 at season.spurshow.net. Season.spurshow.net. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a very special Spurs Show. Do you know... The last time we beat Chelsea at Stamford Bridge, there was no internet. <laughs> there literally was no internet. And here we are, 28 years later, fresh from a victory at Stamford Bridge with the Spurs show. I'm de- My name's Theo Delaney. I'm delighted to welcome a stellar lineup tonight as the occasion befits, or as befits the occasion. David Hepworth is back. Hello, David. Delighted to be here. I'm sure. Darren Rockman's here. Hello, Darren. I'm delighted to be here too. <laughs> We're all delighted. And <laughs> making her tonight. debut, making her debut, star of Twitter. All Spurs fans on Twitter will know her well. Lara Wisdom. Hi, I'm also very delighted to be here. <laughs> I bet. We're all in a state of high euphoria, especially as I can tell you, listeners, that the Chelsea podcast has just left. and we, <laughs> They passed us on the way out looking... I think, let's just be polite and call it crestfallen, I think would be the best thing to say. Sombre. Somber, gutted, call it what you like. Yeah. I just don't think they understand. <laughs> no, no, we've tried hard to make them understand on Sunday, though, that's for sure. Well, I mean, it's almost like, what can you say? We've all been we saying before, we've all been going around punching the air about every two and a half minutes ever since, silently to ourselves, fist pumping, screeching, yes! Because it wasn't just... It wasn't just that we won. That would have been enough. Any, any victory would have been enough. But it was such a great game, wasn't it? It really was. It really it, was, yeah. The spills and thrills and spills, wasn't it? Yeah, you could sort of see it panning out the way it normally does. It was yeah. sort of the usual, they get that sort of scrambled goal and you think, oh God, here, yeah, we, here go we go again. Yeah. But then there was that Ericsson moment and it just felt like all those times they've done that to us yeah. when, you know, we've been dominating first yeah. half or whatever and they suddenly get us with a sucker punch. Yeah. It was just like the roles reversed and you kind of just felt like this is the one. We're going to yeah. do it this time. Although you didn't really dare think that no. until, about, <laughs> until no. about 10 seconds <laughs> yeah. before the final whistle. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, yeah. Hold on a minute. I think we're <laughs> yeah. actually going to do this. Yeah. yeah. I think I actually sent that text on about 93 minutes. I was like, right, yeah. guys, I think we've done it. Yeah. I think we've done it now. Yeah. I mean, I think I said to you when I got home, it was actually real. I watched it on Sky Sports. Yeah. Yeah. 
yeah. I mean, I think, I mean, absolutely right. That, I mean, in a way, it was a mirror image of last year when we, we outplayed them and then Pedro scored a, a wonder goal. Was that last year? I think it was. Yeah. And it was yeah. almost the other way around in that first half, wasn't it? Ericsson, that goal. Oh, it was unbelievable. The key thing in the whole game is just the timing of that goal. Yeah. It just... If it had happened, well, it wouldn't have happened at any other point, oddly oh, enough, you know. But and I, it completely was a hinge moment in the game. Totally. Completely. Yeah, everything However, however as that. good as that goal was, yeah, yeah, I do think after that goal, the turning point was the guy that scored that goal that maybe can't play for England and maybe there's some player that plays for Wildstone that should get in in front of him. <laughs> What's his name? I can't remember what his name is. <laughs> Go on, remind us. The guy that controlled the ball that was played from 50 yards, one touch, and put it in the net. Yeah, I mean, what? That I mean, was that, an even better that goal, That was, I have to say, yeah. Ericsson's was a wonder strike. Yeah, I mean... Deli Alley's was, was... There are very, very few mm, players... Genuinely world ...that class. can control the ball like that and put it in the goal. I've watched that it about six times today. <laughs> Me, I've been, more than that, yeah. actually, on YouTube. I've yeah. been sitting at home working today. I've looked at it regularly, yeah. every few minutes, actually. And I don't know how he manages to run no. while, you know, he takes it down and then, and then while still taking a pace. Yeah, it was astonishing. With no backlift at all. Well, both goals, I've watched them both on a loop over and over again, <laughs> many, many times. And you, I think they're genuine, real, serious contenders, both. They've got to be both in the goal of the season shortlist. And they're from one game, one team yeah. in one game. Can somebody explain to me what Caballero was doing with, with Ericsson? Because... Well, when, they, when that ball went over his well, head... He, he, he reached up, he totally reached up and then put his hands down again, as if he thought... No, that can't happen. happen. Over, it, yeah. Yeah. Well, if he thought he was going over, he, he'd check. He, it's yeah. as if he thought, oh, I don't want to give away a corner. But the I extraordinary thing point. about that really shot was, behavior. how can you hit a shot like that? It defied all rules of physics because it looped, but it did so at, at enormous pace. How yeah. can you get a ball to do that? Get, hit it that hard. But also, there's somebody put a still of the highest point. The highest mm. point was way, way above the goal in, the, in its trajectory. If you've watched the highlights or, or on YouTube or whatever, the shot is from behind, the camera shot is from behind him. Yeah. And, and it goes up with the ball. So it right. goes he above the crossbar. Yeah. So you He's lose the goalkeeper. pointing at the, right. somewhere near the it, sun. The funny thing you should do, if you wonder how a ball does funny things, maybe we should ask Steve Smith. What? The Australian cricket captain, because oh, he can yeah. do funny things with yeah. the ball, yeah. can't he? He so. can, yep. He can. <laughs> he can. But not that, not that funny. I mean, that, that was weird. That was like... Magi- I mean, Ericsson has become... I mean, that also, the thing about Ericsson, he rightly... I mean, I was sitting with Rob White. We watched it together. Rob was surprised that Delhi didn't get man in the match. But when you consider that pass that put Son through for their third goal, you know, mm. that little deft touch yeah. that was inch perfect. Not only... You know, the angle was perfection, but the pace of it was perfection. It was it, it was a magician, wasn't it? There, the there was also a massive save from Hugo Lloris at 1-0. Yeah, the one down low to his left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I that didn't think that massive, got the credit it deserved, save. actually, yeah. on the television. Yeah. I watched it on the TV, and, I, and I, I didn't think he got the credit it deserved. I know you were there, Darren, and the reason I know you were there is because you've shown us all the picture of you naked from the waist up, celebrating in the away end. <laughs> We yeah, were, I, I haven't got many calls from the Chippendales. I can't quite work <laughs> it out. Yet, I just but after I, this show, I'm plugging you now. tired, actually. Yeah. <laughs> but go on, tell us, I want to know history of a, a shirt removal at a game. 
I want to know, blow by blow, what happens when you take well, it off, is, when you put it back on? Well, that was the problem, wasn't it? Go on. I took it off. Tell uh, the listeners. But what, first of all, you take it off in a, an act of spontaneous joy, is that it? You haven't planned anything, right? That's not planned. So not planned. Then what, I are realize, wearing, what are you wearing? I'm, Just, wearing, I'm wearing, as they say, a <laughs> T-shirt and a jumper, right? Right. It's one all at Chelsea. Yeah. That is a wonder goal. Yeah. T-shirts come off, <laughs> jumpers come off. The T-shirt, jumper's on the floor, T-shirt is being waved. Right. <coughs> like round, you know. Nah, nah, nah. Yeah. That's on Sky. What's happened is, we're still cheering. Before I put it back on, it was slightly chilly on Sunday. Yeah. The second one's gone in, hasn't it? Okay, so you're talking about the second off. and so the third goals. one yeah. shirt the removal, and third, two goals. It's, it's one movement. Yeah. A bit like Delhi's goal. It was just yes, so it was, it was completely a, fluid. Was, World class. It was two flicks. You'd be on a question of sport. What happened next? <laughs> yeah. Indeed, of course. There's no what was two flicks? So what I like about it is that the TV cameras did pick it up, didn't they? Yes. yes and they uh, did, by the yes. time you got home, you realised that m- many of your friends and family so had we'll, been passing <laughs> images of it around. My three-year-old still is not speaking to me. <laughs> so seriously, seriously, was your wife sitting watching the game? Going, oh my God, he's done. No, she wasn't watching it, but someone sent it through to her. <laughs> And then oh, she no. turned it on and she thought, oh God, he's still on. And then they realised, no, no, they've scored the third goal. I got home. And you know what I said to her? I just don't think you understand. <laughs> anyway, we're moving swiftly on from that. I mean, the third goal, we've talked about the first two goals. We're really milking this, as you would expect, listeners. The third goal, and it was also an amazing goal because of the pass from Ericsson, but also, I don't know about you, but I'm screaming at Son, stop shooting! <laughs> oh, yeah, stop! Shooting and he shooted so he, and then what I love about it, they picked up on it on the commentaries after Delhi was brilliant, had the presence yeah. of mind, oh, take yeah. the little touch and make Ooh. sure, which in fairness, I don't think Lamella would have done. No. I think no. he didn't try to put his foot through it. I was going, Where's my shirt? <laughs> but what I did like was that Ericsson and Lamella bollocks. Oh, they, 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 they? Bollocks. they, they weren't they celebrating were at all. They got three one up in Chelsea and they're going, What the hell are you doing? That's how ruthless. That's how ruthless, ruthless and serious they are about the task in hand. Yeah. I love that. Mm. I also love, like I say, uh, you know, the coolness of Delhi, the way he did but it. But that one's done now. Done. Cool. And that's another good thing about the reactions. Poch didn't so, make too much of a big deal. No, None of them right. He didn't Three react points. at all, did he, really? Well, even when we scored, yeah. you look at Poch and he was just yeah, like that. And behind him going like a fan. There is a clip. There's a clip all over yeah. social media of, uh, I think, it, I can't remember which goal it is, but uh, Harry Kane notices what's about to happen and yeah. stands up. Yeah. He's yeah. behind In anticipation. And Pochettino's just sitting there like... Cool as a cucumber, yeah. Yeah. And then kind of he looks at the, the, the other the other guys as if to say, yeah, I knew that would happen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know what odds we are for three to one, but for three one, <laughs> but it would have been, this is my attempt at a clumsy, seamless link here, but it would have been quite a long odds, I think, three, three one. I mean, we were outsiders for the game. But if you were to have a bet, it's timely for me to remind you that Labbrooks are supporting the show this year. Yes, throughout the season, Labbrooks support. And if you go to um, SpursShow.net, you will find uh, a route from there to get special offers from Labbrooks and the like, because they're treating all our listeners very, very well. So there's a little plug for Labbrooks. Actually, while we're doing plugs and housekeeping and stuff like that, I should also remind you that we have coming up, we had Tony Calvin last week on the live show. That's still up. You can listen to that. And I had the, the uh, pleasure and privilege of interviewing Tony. And uh, he was absolutely great. He really was good. He was very articulate and funny and full of uh, great insight. 
So I recommend that. And then next month, we've got Alan Mallory sitting in the same chair. So I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah, I mean, Alan Mallory, he, you know, from the mid-late 60s right through to the mid-70s, he's got a lot of stories to tell. He was right in the eye of the storm for the glory game era and, of course, the UEFA Cup win in 72 and all of that. So looking forward to seeing him. And then at the end of the season, while we're on the subject, you know we've got, don't you? Ryan Mason, oh, right. one of our own, and of course somebody who is completely in the know. Itk about the current squad, yeah. about Potch, about Kane, and about Delhi, and he's mates with them all, and he knows all about. It. So it would be normally we get fantastic legends from the past. Now we've got a, a, a legend from the present. So I think that will show. So no, not surprisingly, the tickets are flying out of the door. So get your tickets for that uh, at the end of the season. Also go to Spurs show. Uh, season.spurshow.net for all of that information um, actually you know what might be a good time now also to go over to our LA correspondent Brian Moore because we have correspondents here on the Spurs show the most listened to Tottenham podcast in the world all over the world and this has been a big week all over the world I've seen pictures and footage on the internet of the LA Spurs and other uh, uh, Tottenham groups in America and other places going absolutely radio rental as we beat the Chelsea. let's go over to Brian Moore in LA for his take this is Brian Moore, the U.S. correspondent for the Spurs show and from the Los Angeles Spurs. 140 rabid Spurs fans were at the Greyhound pub in L.A. at 7 o'clock this morning to witness Spurs smash Chelsea 3-1 to for our first league win at Stamford Bridge in 28 years in typical new Spurs fashion. Delhi with his two goals giving him the edge for me as man of the match. But what about that cracker from Ericsson? Mauricio Pochettino with a masterclass today is turning this Spurs team into possibly the best Spurs I've seen in 40 plus years of watching us play. It was difficult to single out one outstanding player from today. As a team, we were almost perfect, even without Harry Kane and Old Vireld. Now let's go on to finish second in the Premier League and win the FA Cup. Come on, you Spurs. Thank you, Brian. Thank you, Brian, from sunny California for that contribution and uh welcome back to the room here darren and lara and david so yeah we were saying beforehand that potch has taken it in his stride quite a bit and i think that's important one i'm not one to ever praise thierry Henry if i can ever help it but one of the i thought he said something quite interesting after the game which was that spurs are no longer really focused on what arsenal do or what chelsea do they're much more focused on their own thing if you look at that league table we are Way ahead now as the top team right now in the Premier League, London team, like comfortably clear as the number one London team. And you sort of think, yeah, that's important that. Mm. I mean, I, I know that when I was working there on the old finale thing and all that, they were very keen not to do anything about Arsenal. And, and I got that quite quickly. Well, it took me a little bit of a while for it to sink in. I say quickly, reasonably quick. But then I thought, actually, yeah, what? why? You know, we're now yeah. actually on the verge of being... You know, we're, we're actually cruising past Arsenal and we were at that point coming up to Chelsea. We now appear to be cruising past Chelsea and it's quite important that, I think, to yeah. not be preoccupied too much with your rivals and actually think bigger. And I think that's what they're doing. Yeah. Darren, you, you know some of the people on the inside at high levels. Do you think that's... Uh, yeah, I think that... Um, I think of the way the club's going. Hmm. You don't really have to be worried about anyone. You yeah. have to worry about yourself. Yeah, exactly. And there is, you know... I've got friends of mine who support Arsenal, Chelsea, West Ham. Yeah. There is now a, 
I know everyone likes to talk about a big gap between Spurs and Arsenal. Yeah. That, you know, could be closed if Arsenal go and spend five, six hundred million pounds this summer. Yeah. It, it, I mean, it, it could happen. The gap's closed now. The gap is financial. Mm. But the way that our squad is and the way that we're moving forward, we have to look on. We have to look past Arsenal and past Chelsea. Mm. And the next level is, Tottenham's next level is to win the Premier League. Yeah. That's what we have to look at. Yeah. And we spent, I forget we haven't won at Chelsea for 28 years. Okay, great. But we've won at lots of other places since then. We've won at Arsenal. But our goal isn't to finish above Arsenal or Chelsea or Liverpool or Manchester United or Manchester. Our goal now should be to win the Premier League. Yeah. yeah. They're yeah. all steps on the way, aren't they, I think? You know, yeah. that, that's what We've the club should of... be going for. And I think that's what they are going for, in yeah. all fairness. I mean, you felt like they're steps on the, like, little mm. staging, but you felt like this was almost the last staging post of, of getting past the whole rivalry thing. Now Psychologically, that we've done that, we've done maybe. Yeah, we've yeah. won at Arsenal now. Now we've won at Chelsea. We've beaten them. I mean, but, you know, it wasn't that long ago where we never beat either of them on any bloody no. ground. And then we started beating them both regularly on our own ground. And now we've beaten them both on their grounds. And now you just think, right, let's, right that's done. But I think that's both, what Pochettino They've both gone for, backwards. Well, we've gone Arsenal forwards. have gone. Yeah. They've both gone back. The thing about uh, Arsenal have definitely gone steadily backwards. Yeah. Chelsea are like a bloody yo yo, aren't they? They're up, they're down. Yeah. I mean, they win yeah. the league and then they have a disastrous well, season. Right. And then I will say to you, and I promise you, nobody. It's Arsenal more than me. What Arsenal <laughs> that's consistently that's do a big promise. going backwards is win trophies. Yeah. And Arsenal could finish 20 points behind us this season and still win the Europa, win the Europa League yeah. and win the Champions League. Oh, we all know they're going to win the Europa to League, win. don't we? What, we, what <laughs> yeah. we have to do as a club, forget Arsenal, yeah. Chelsea, start winning things, yeah. we have to win two home games to win the FA Cup. <laughs> and my big so, thing is, in that semi-final, <laughs> he has to play his first 11. Oh, he surely he has to play Lloris in goal. Mm, yeah. yeah. Yes? I'm sure he'll play his first well, team, won't he? I'm not convinced about the goalkeeper. The situation. goalkeeper is the only one because you almost yeah. feel like it might be contractual, don't you? With the goalkeeper. Because other clubs do it as well, don't they? Play there. You now, you now have to, you know, and then one thing Arsenal fans can always say to us, yeah, we're crap, we're crap, we're crap. Mm. What did you win last season? Oh, it's yeah. so yeah. annoying, Nothing, isn't it? Right? <laughs> you have to... Just yeah, to get, it. just to get, we've got the twenty-eight years off our back. Yeah. Yeah. This is the last one, isn't it? Yeah, it's the last, the last thing. Yeah. But, get, but just going back, going back to the point you made about, about winning the Premier League. I mean, that can certainly be the aim, and I'm sure when Pochettino has his aims and objectives with Levy and whoever, mm. that's the aim. But what's he satisfied with? What you mean this season? Because or? you know. It, it, if you're, you know, if you're Man City, you're only satisfied with them, yeah. don't you? You know, yeah. they're, they're, they're set different standards. Yeah, but I think it changes, doesn't it? It evolves as we progress. So well, I think... move forward. Yeah, so I think uh, three, four years ago, getting into the top four was, seemed, seemed like an enormous achievement. Absolutely. And, mm-hmm. you'd be, and you'd definitely say, if we do that, we're more than satisfied with that. Yep. Now, this is the third year running, we look like we're going to be in that. So your, your goal's get higher don't yeah, they yeah well, well they have to be so you but have to think now top four definitely plus a trophy and then beyond that you think top four definitely and the Premier League not just a trophy and then beyond that of course we're talking about the big yeah. European prize <laughs> and that's the journey that Man City have been on isn't it mm. the one that yeah. They've done it vastly accelerated by yeah, yeah, so money, so. with outside <laughs> quite a lot funding. of money yeah. from home absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, that's the issue here Guardiola he needed 
Fourbacks. Sure. No, we that, spent 200 million quid on fourbacks. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. If and when we do, we're going made, on the. He has made players better. He's made yeah, players no, like no, Ryan Sterling. He's a great team. He's done a great job, etc. But they've done it with the sort of money we we haven't had, mm. haven't got now, and probably never and will have. have. Yeah, surely. So that's so. Of course, when we do those things, and we're on, the, as I say, we're on that journey. To City didn't always qualify. As soon as they got mm-hmm. them, they weren't always in the top four every year. So we're on that journey. We're on that, and um, we're doing it in, uh, you know, in a, a much more glorious way. If we, <laughs> if we get, if we get to well, the, think premier, how much better it'll feel. Yeah, if we win the title and then spending somebody's, you absolutely, know, absolutely with the money we've got is is come I from agree football. With you. Ask a Man City fan; they couldn't care less. No, no I don't no. think they could. Ask a Chelsea fair, fan well, twenty five no years ago; they couldn't you care know less. If, you just if want to win it, don't you? Of that money, we don't care less either. And we nearly nevertheless, if we do win it without it, we'll still feel like it's a superior. Now, what you also have to remember, everybody here, and all the Spurs fans out there. So we've just moved out of White Hart Lane, yeah, yeah. where we did qualify for Champions League mm-hmm. yeah. on gates of thirty-two thousand, without the social, without the certain backers. Yeah. So whether you like it or not, you have to give certain credit to the people running the club. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. in a position Absolutely. now. Now we, we, you know, we've got thirty-two thousand people in that ground. Yeah. Mm. The same as. I know Crystal Palace might get, mm, mm. and to run a club that way, to have the certain players that we've still got at that club, yeah. yeah. The, everyone goes about a wage structure. You have to pay this. You have to pay yeah. that. No, you have to live within your means in any business. Yeah. And if you look, and we're going to talk about a certain player, if you look at defenders around the world, hmm. only three or four defenders in the last three years are paid over one hundred fifty thousand pounds a week. Mm. That includes. Manchester City. Mm. That's the only thing I'd say to you. So, who on earth could you be alluding to? Mm. <laughs> I'm not. So, what are you those. saying? Are but, you saying we? Are you? But let's get, come on. Let's bring, get it out in the open. Do you think we should pay Toby 180 grand a week? Can we afford to pay him 180 grand a week? Yeah. So hard, isn't it? Probably not. So then the answer is no. Effect. The guys, yeah, 30 years old. Yeah. Yeah, I know for a fact that Podge, Podge loves the young guy Foyth. 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 Yeah, yeah. I like the look of Foyth. No, do I think we should pay? Him? I can I ask I you a question. I'll ask you a question. I'll ask all Spurs fans a question out there: whether or not we should or shouldn't yeah. pay him one hundred and eighty grand a week, two hundred yeah. grand a week. Yeah. Have we suffered? Without well, him? amazingly, no. Extraordinary. The amazing mm. thing about that victory yesterday, outplaying Chelsea on their own ground, being eight points clear of them, 13 points clear of Arsenal, you know, being unbeaten since November or whatever it is, is if someone had said we did that yesterday without Walker, Rose, Alderweireld and Kane, yeah. you'd yeah. be thinking that's mad. Yeah. They're mad. the four best players we had last, you know, this time last year. They literally were probably the four most important players in yeah. the bloody team. And we've, so Poch... He's a miracle worker, isn't he? He's incredible. Right, another question. Does he want to play for us? Yeah, that's obviously very important you know, as well. And I think that's why he's been frozen 180 grand out. a week, yeah, as against 130 grand a week. I mean, it's a lot of money. It's 50 grand, yeah? Mm. After tax, that's about 30 grand a week, yeah? What can he do with 30 grand a week more? He can't go and buy a private jet because he's not getting 30 million quid more. Does he want to play for us? And my argument is... I don't necessarily think he does. You can use the Not enough, thing. anyway. No. Not enough. Look, we're a team on the up. Yeah. We're going somewhere. What do you want to go? Man City? Mm. Or PSG? Well, hang on a minute. You or I can play in defence for PSG in that league mm. every week. I mean, that's rubbish, isn't it? That is, that is a money move, isn't it, PSG? 
Yeah. Yeah. Yes, but maybe that's what. That's the thing, isn't it? Maybe it's a bloody contract. Yeah, maybe I don't, get I don't, China. I don't. Mm. I don't begrudge anyone yeah. that. But I will tell you what to do: come out, be a man, and say, "Listen, I'm in a job. Yeah. yeah. If you were offered three times your money, what would you do?" Mm. And we'd all go move job. Accept it. Great. Mm. Good luck. Mm. Good luck to him. That's what I say. Mm. But it's not just about you know. If you want, as a footballer, you want to be part of something. If you want to be at Spurs, mm. then you could be part of something, couldn't you? Well, that's Poch's big thing, and that's why I think he's being actually a bit frozen out now in the same yeah. way that Walker was last season and others, you know, and it looks like Rose also. They've both been marginalised, haven't they? And I think Rose Poch's thing is that it doesn't matter how good you are, it's the team is the, is the, you see, uh, is the you thing. Did you see the pre-match interview with Walker? The, uh, the filmed interview? No, I didn't actually. No. Where he said, uh, he was talking about Man-, Man City, and he said, well, obviously I had to come here. It was quite clear I had to come here. There was no future for me where I was. He thought... That's mad. What does, what does he mean by that? Does he mean know. because it's chicken said, and egg? He said, like everybody knows, I had to go. No. Well, that's strange. Thought, that's no, because I think make... Walker was, was marginalised once he'd started yeah. rocking the boat. He chose himself. his yeah, timing very badly by the sounds of things, Absolutely, didn't he? Absolutely, yeah, yeah. In the middle of a tight running. is unusual in that way. He, will, he just won't have it. And Ferguson mm-hmm. was like that, wasn't he? Yeah. The other greatest manager of all time. I mean, he wouldn't have it. It didn't matter if you're Roy Keane or David Beckham. It's all about the unit. It, yeah. yeah. If you're going to disrupt the whole thing, you're forget out. it. Yeah. What, who's the boss, me or you? One, and who's bigger, you or this football club? You, one thing I would like, though, is I can understand marginalising Kyle Walker. I can understand it, Toby, out of air roll. Yeah. I need somebody, like the manager, to turn around and say, right, I'm here. Because what if Poch gets offered £20 million a year? <laughs> There's rumours, yeah. isn't there, that he's set to get offered a big new contract. At this, Spurs, yeah. Yeah, I was reading something today yeah. saying that, you know, he's, and hopefully you'd like to think he'd make that commitment. Yeah, I mean, I think if he's offered a lot of money, he's, he's absolutely got no reason to leave at all. Is I think he, he loves, he loves his job. perfect point of his career yeah. that he has to win something yeah. to mm. get a big move In order anywhere. to make the springboard. Because yeah. nobody's, I wouldn't have thought... Nobody's going to pay him a huge amount of money until he's right properly now, proven. Yeah, until yeah. he's done it. It does yeah. make me laugh when they keep talking all the time about the Real Madrid thing, and I'm thinking, you were, but that's such a high-pressure job. Yeah. And why would You're they go for somebody who years. hasn't won anything yet? Yeah. And I do remember him saying one time before that it's not a job that he would want. That may have been at that point in time. Yeah. But I do think Poch is a little bit different from other managers in that he seems to be genuinely driven by his project. I think yeah. he's got quite a strong sense of loyalty. Like I do. when he left. Southampton that was largely because the chairman had gone and he said my loyalty was to him you know my project's being pulled apart mm. I think as long as Levy is there and they've, it's like they found the perfect pair in each other because Levy's found someone who doesn't want to spend money <laughs> and you yeah. know dream manager and Poch has, has yeah. found someone that's kind of got the faith in him and is happy yeah, to kind of back his project yeah, yeah. so yeah. I don't know it, it all seems to be aligning nicely but you know it's that Spurs thing I, isn't it? there's always the fear about there's always right the fear I don't, I'm not concerned about Poch at no all. let's take an ad break quickly the Spurs show is backed for the season by Ladbrooks Okay, we're back. Now, one thing, you know, it seems churlish in the circumstances considering how magnificent Tottenham Hotspur football club the team is at the moment. We we can't escape from this recurring um, issue of season tickets. We've had lots of people getting in touch on email and things like that about season tickets. One guy got in touch this week and asked to remain anonymous. 
because he said he's going to be taking it up with the ticket office. But his gripe wasn't so much about the prices, which we'll get on to, but he, he said he had a terrible experience on the website. You know, they, I mean, I've done it. You get on there, you know, you look at all the views. Has anyone else here done that, bought a season to get on that? Yes, yeah. I've spent a long time looking at those blue dots. Okay, yeah, so you, you know what he's talking about. Yeah. I know what he's talking about. I was, it wasn't too bad for me. It took me a while to get on. It was a mm. 10 o'clock start to try and get on. It took me till about quarter past to get on, and when I got on, a lot of this stuff didn't make sense about what was available, what wasn't, but I ended up with a couple of seats that I was mm. pleased me, me and Kevin, who I sit with, we were quite happy. My, one of my Spurs-supporting uncles had a nightmare where he's trying to, you're trying to get in and then he's clicking this and he's ended up clicking yes on a couple of seats that he's immediately thought, no, I didn't want that. But it's, you know, they're incredibly strict that once you've done it, you've done yeah, it and that's moving. it. Yeah, you're not moving. Yeah. You are not moving. Don't bother. It's quite and a scary process, This is actually. your uncle. If I could just interrupt, this is your uncle. So we're talking about a, a senior citizen, are we? Well, I have a strange family. He's quite young, actually. For oh, okay. I've got young uncles, right? But, but nevertheless, yeah. But nevertheless, but that would apply, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so you know, and the, and the, this guy who's, who's got in touch this week has described a long process that was like that, where it took him ages to get on. Then he's clicking seats that are supposedly available, then they're not available. And he was advised by the club to make a shortlist of the ones he wanted, and they, you know, it seemed they were available, then they weren't. And blah, 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 blah terrible also julian blake's been in touch on a, an email just to talk yet again about the pricing and saying that he finds it quite sad he thinks and he uses the word disrespectful that the club are basically exploiting the emotional loyalty and uh, you know of, of the fans and you think the thing about football as we all know it is kind of it was ever thus in football generally because mm. you, the there is no elasticity of demand because you don't think oh, I'll tell you what I might go up the Arsenal yes. uh, <laughs> let's have a look at the prices yeah. uh, Arsenal are this Orient are that what yeah. should I, where should I go it's just not like no. that and of course the ultimate that, that's the one on the one hand there's that gripe and on the other hand from the club it's like you know, everybody wants us to do well. Everyone wants us to succeed. We have to be able to spend in the transfer market, blah, blah, blah. So we have to charge what we think is the optimum price. They would probably argue that if push came to shove and they, they wanted, and they were doing it purely on economic terms, they could actually charge more. I'm sure they would argue that. Well, yeah. But, um, Darren, you, you know, you've got a bit it's of an inside track, haven't I mean, you? Firstly, on the website thing, and I'll listen. It's a bit like when you click on to buy tickets for concert. Yeah. How yeah. long do you click on and wait for? Yeah. And you can't get it, yeah. you mm-hmm. can't get it, you can't get it. Yeah. I, I suppose I'm not a technology guru, but I suppose if 60,000 people are clicking on a website. Yeah. So I don't... I don't. Well, that's one of the reasons they did it in time. phases, it's, wasn't it? To yeah. do it in smaller groups. Well, the only thing I can awesome. tell you from yeah. what I know about yeah. season tickets, yeah. right? Yeah. Is that it was initially based on season ticket tenure. Right. Right. And the records at the box office only went back 11 years. Yeah. Disappointing. Right? That's that. a, well, that's, that's whether it is. A, okay. That's yeah. fine. And then after that, after 11 years, they based it on the loyalty points built yeah. up over 11 yeah. years. Yeah. And there were 20,000 season ticket holders from White Hart Lane. Right. So. The fair way of doing it, and I have to tell you from what I've been told, this was agreed by the Tottenham Supporters Trust. Right. Now, I'm not talking about pricing. I know nothing about pricing. Okay, you're talking about the method, yeah. I'm talking about the method, yeah. I asked the question, why weren't people offered a like-for-like ticket, yeah? Mm. If you've got Mm. one in the West Upper. Because that's what they did at Wembley. Yeah. 
Yes, and the issue that they, what they said then is from feedback that they had, again, including Supporters Trust, was that many people would want to choose different seats. So, from the numbers gone by, almost 50% of White Hart Lane season ticket holders have so far different, chosen different locations in the new stadium from mm. where they would have been pro rata. Mm. Every season ticket holder, from what I understand, at White Hart Lane, which was phase one to four in the issuing of tickets, has had a choice of sitting anywhere in the stadium. Mm. Now, I'm not defending anyone. I'm not speaking about pricing. I'm just saying the way that they try to do it in agreement with the trust, and there are always nightmare situations. Yeah. I know someone, for example, is a mate of mine, yeah, had two season tickets for 25 years, both in his name. He got a letter through. One was in phase one, one was in phase three. Listen, there are situations mm, yeah. like that. It is a nightmare, yeah. right? I'm not talking about pricing because you can argue, we could see it yeah. all now arguing yeah. about yeah. pricing yeah. and you'll go to me, right, with the money, TV money in football, maybe they should be giving away the tickets. Mm. Maybe. <laughs> because the revenue now from season tickets only compared to the revenues you can see from Spurs' yeah. figures today. All I can say to you is from what I know is they did it in the, the season ticket application was done in association with the trust and they did try and do it in the fairest yeah. possible way. Now, listen, I've got two season tickets and I was in phase four, phase four and I didn't get the one I originally wanted. Yeah. And I've been going for 25 years. Yeah. Mm. I'm going to every soppy away game, shirt on and off. Right. Right? I think so you should have had there more, was no, more There was points. no, what anybody thinks, there was no favouritism, no. by the way. No. And it is a nightmare. Yeah. Because whatever you do, you can't win. Yeah, can't we win. said that and last season week. season ticket prices, ticket prices are the wrong price. Yeah? Yeah. But that's the only thing I'd say to you. <laughs> if I was running a business, yeah, Tell me any other business in the world that no matter how rubbish your product is, your clients to go somewhere else. And it's football, isn't it? Hmm. Yeah. You don't, you're not going to go and watch Arsenal. I'm not going to watch Arsenal. No. I mean, I wouldn't watch Arsenal for them in my garden, to be quite honest with you. Nah. <laughs> well, I can't comment about the pricing. All I do know is they did try, in their defence, into Daniel's defence and everyone at Spurs' defence, they did try and do the season tickets having consulted the supporters' trust. Yeah. And I'm just talking about where mm. people sit, not the pricing of the ticket. Sure. So the, the trust have been quite vociferous about prices, but yeah, they haven't been so vociferous about the other no. things, and now we know why, because they were uh, totally... Maybe, maybe the trust have been vociferous about how you do the phasing. Yeah. What I'm saying to you is, the ticket phasing was done in liaison with, with the yeah. trust. Yeah. They knew about it, right? It's slightly disappointing, but what can you do? That they only yeah. have records going back 11 years. From yeah, I because agree I, with you. I've had a season for about 27 yeah. years and I've got people who are wet. I was only in phase three and I'm yeah. thinking... I've had a season two for 27 years and there's people in phase one who have had a much less but it's because they go to all the yeah. away games. You think, yeah. what's the relevance of going to all I mean, the away I, games? I also do yeah. think that maybe you should have but, you, know, what you, you should have sat, given people the option, right, you sit in West Upper mm. and whether it's right or wrong, mm. you pay the most for your season ticket. Mm. So you should be given the option of buying the most expensive season ticket in the new stadium. Mm. Other people might argue, hang on a minute, I would have bought that season ticket. Yeah. Yeah. I've never had the option to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I can't, so really there is no perfect way. What do you do? We, we said this last week. There is no perfect way of doing it. 
it's not, and so it's it is you know yeah. inevitably flawed. I, I don't. I think there are a lot worse ways of killing. Mm. No, I'll put it that I, way. I tell you what, and I don't know him personally, but the guy that runs the ticket office is a guy called Ian Murphy. Yeah, he's a now, good guy. What he's had to go through this season. <laughs> yeah. Wembley, yeah. semi-finals, Champions Leagues, yeah. new stadium. I mean, yeah. I don't know the fella, but I'd like yeah. to put on record here: yeah. the guy should get a bleeding OBE. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I would no. not want him to every, I know people I don't know him email the fella left, guy. right, and centre. Yeah. And, and I think sometimes, you know, we've moved to Wembley. We've got Champions League. We've got FA Cup. You know, it's it's a problem because yeah. we're doing okay. Yeah. Yeah. How do you price the season tickets? I don't know. No. Are they too expensive? Yeah. Well, I, I don't have a season ticket. I know nothing about it at all. But I, I know how this works in the music business. Mm-hmm. And, the, and the, the tension in the music business is that the acts don't want to appear to charge yeah. what people will clearly pay. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. And so there's this, this, this great, yeah. you know... So you've only got to see what uh, they go respect, for In the music business, the acts that go on tour get a big cut of the merchandise, don't they? Oh, absolutely. So, hang on a minute. The Rolling Stones at the O2 <laughs> they don't charged £1,000 for a <laughs> they ticket. Don't they? Charge no, they don't mind charging no. so, you know, the, the, But let me ask you, yeah, going back to the point about, you know, because I've often argued that uh, in the future, people might even be paid to go to football matches because the crowd is such a part, part of the, the show. Such yeah. a key it's a big part, part of the, the show, experience. Yeah. Now, if you made it free entry, let's say, yeah. how would you... How do you decide who goes in? Who gets in? First first served. First 60,000 people get in, don't Mm. they? Right. How do you sell so, your hospitality? Okay, so no, it's a, a serious point because I yeah. first started going to Spurs in the, the early 70s where it was full of 16-year-olds Yeah, because they turned up yeah. and it cost next to nothing to go in. Yeah. Whereas now you go to Spurs and it's dominated by 55-year-old blokes. Yeah, yeah. It's a, and that's why the atmosphere at football is fundamentally different from the way it was. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And, you know, it, it's not inconceivable at some point in the future they might say we want loads of young people in here. Well, only if Sky stay in football pay the same money. Because at the moment you could argue mm. the gate receipts to yeah. a Premier League club, a top five club, are irrelevant. Yeah? Yeah. So and it's the about fans, 10%, if the fans it? got together and said, I'll tell you what, you charge us this, we're not going... You see what Sky TV want to do with an empty stadium. Mm. Well, exactly. Yeah. Right? Because the fans make that's it. The, the fans mm. are the you know, They've done this for away exactly. games now, the Premier League. Maximum price, £30. Yeah. I used to go to Chelsea. It was 80 quid. Yeah. yeah? Three yeah. years ago. Now it's 30 At Chelsea, yeah. it's 30 quid. Yeah. So more people can... And I agree with you. Yeah. I agree with the problem that football clubs have is hospitality for Tottenham yeah. is massive because for the funding of the stadium, yeah. Yeah. you have to show you've got this revenue coming in, yeah? And, that's and you're Sky listen, that TV cheese isn't going to eat itself. No. <laughs> but also, you're in a distorted position with the hospitality because you're in London. So you yeah. can sell hospitality at yeah. sums that Newcastle yeah. could only dream yeah. of, yeah. you know? Yeah. yeah, well, I think we'll all drink to that. Not <laughs> because <laughs> someone else is paying. Shall we get... Let's get back to the football. We've got a massive, massive game coming out this weekend. Stoke City away. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, of course, the great sort of symbolic game. Well, can they do it on a, on a wet and cold... It won't be a night, but a wet and cold afternoon in the potteries. Can we do it? Mm. Yes. Yes, of course yes. we can. Well, they're, they're rubbish. awful at the moment, aren't they? I've never been more confident. Yeah. That's the problem. That's the yeah, problem. Yeah. That, and that, that's where the banana think, skin comes, thing, isn't it? <laughs> I think the difference is now in the Premier League, especially over the last few years, the gap between the top five, mm. six to ten, and ten down, 
yeah. is enormous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that is a problem for the Premier League. Yeah, it is, because that's what's made the Premier League special. You don't want to get a situation like you've got in Spain no. or no. France or Italy mm. where you have gimme games. Yeah. That's what Sky paid billions of pounds for. Yeah. for and that's the why it's the most popular league in the world, yes. right? Because it's always competitive. Barcelona playing Getafe and at half time is 6 0, and Messi's gone off for a massage and a paella. (laughs) And a pie. Nobody wants to watch you. I'm not being flippant. The Premier League works because because it's competitive. competitive. And if the bottom teams can't beat the top teams anymore, it's a waste of time. At least they're still hanging on a bit. I mean, Watford have beaten Chelsea, Bournemouth beat Chelsea, didn't they? Arsenal are always going to. Mind you, we don't really consider Arsenal a top team quite now. They're in the second section. They've got a big game this week. They're, you know, battled the seventh place with Burnley. Yeah. Yeah. Massive. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure we all wish them well there. (laughs) (laughs) Them and Burnley and Everton and Leicester in a little league of their own, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Which is, um, and we all. Quite nice. Yeah. (laughs) But, uh, no, I agree with you, but it's still just about kind of competitive but it's going it's, it's worrying it's getting yeah, yeah those top five mm. teams are seriously uh, better than all the others aren't they definitely we'll just keep saying top five yeah, it just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, top four yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but so we think we'll do all right at stoke because we've got very big games coming after that but the good i mean it's not a good thing but the fact that we're out of europe means that mm. the, you, the games are not coming too thick and fast which means it doesn't really even need to rest players no. who do you think thinking of selection this weekend, the I guess the question is, it presumably will start Harry Kane. And if he starts Harry Kane, who makes way? Is it Lamella or is it Son? Oh, that's, that's, that's a tough one. I would have said, a few games ago, I would have definitely said Lamella. Yeah. But, but I don't know if you need him for Stoke. He's so great at going around kicking lumps out of people isn't he and that's what he did against Chelsea and you think oh. in a game like that you kind of need him running around breaking it all up but mm-hmm. you just think do we need that against Stoke I mean they, mm-hmm. they're pretty broken at the moment yeah but they will be scrapping for their lives they've still that's got true. a chance it's yeah. not like West yeah. Brom they're not down yeah. they've still got a chance so they will you know they'll be at least and mm-hmm. that crowd there does get that is a that's a hard, you don't play either of them mm-hmm. to start with maybe put what put Sissoko in oh god yeah that could happen or Lucas actually, Moore. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see if Lucas Moore can do it on a cold, wet afternoon, windy afternoon in Stoke. The advantage is they're going to have to come out. No, I definitely can't. Thanks. No. Yeah, they're not going to be sitting back for a point, are they? It's not good enough for them now. No, they're going to have exactly. to come out. I mean, they might, so. they might decide to soak it up for an hour and then go for it or something, but they certainly, yeah. yeah, they need to win desperately. It could actually be a bit more of an interesting game than first thought. On the other end, we'll probably win 4 0. Let's hope yeah, so. you'd hope <laughs> yeah. so. You'd hope so. But we can, it's a game now that after Chelsea, we can we can afford to draw that, whereas they can't really. Yeah. No, I mean, we'd so, be disappointed no, if we drew it. Oh, of yeah. course, yeah. But if obviously, we win that, but if we win that, that's one less game we've got to win. Absolutely, yeah. got to win four games to get in the Champions League next season. Really, and that's out of eight, right? That's yeah, four. Mm. With, well, actually, twenty seven left. Yeah, twenty points to play for. We're eight ahead yeah. of Chelsea. Seven so left, yeah. yeah, four. That's if they win every game. Yeah, right. You think so if you look at our fixtures. Mm. Yeah, I mean, a lot of them. Are, well, the only tough one is City, really, isn't it? There's yeah. no other top teams we've got left to play, has there? Yeah. yeah. Mm. Well, this weekend's a massive opportunity in terms yeah. of actually potentially closing ground on Liverpool and exactly. Man U as well. Because yeah. you've got Man U, Man City, obviously. Yeah. Man yeah. City well, going Everton. for the title. Liverpool, Everton, smack in the middle of their Chelsea Champions Chelsea are playing League, West Ham, so there might be an earthquake. You have an idea. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's Chelsea, yeah. West Ham, you know. Yeah. Ground so, could fall apart. Yeah. Well, you could see that being a draw. You know, West Ham have suddenly seem to have woken up a little bit, don't they? So, yeah. You know, it's very a, unpredictable that one. It's a good chance this weekend. Yeah. You'd like to think we've just got to get this one done and then the Man City game is almost a little bit of a, you know, yeah. 
free hit, isn't it? You know, it is. But I, I, I think we'll give them a good game, City. I really do. I City will so. have their eye on other things, but never. Yeah. But I also think. I think, you know, people have forgotten that what we, when we went to City away, we went out and we really had a go at them. And mm. for 20 minutes, it looked like a good even game that we were more than in. And yeah. then we let in a, a goal and that was it. And it all slightly unraveled. Because they're we, that good, you know. How do we feel about giving them a guard of honour? I wouldn't be against that. I think it makes us look quite big if we yeah, do yeah. that. Yeah. I like it. I think magnanimity is, yeah, the, is exactly. the way to go here. Exactly, yeah. yeah. I, I think yeah. so, yeah. I think we should give them all flowers as well. We should do yeah, this. <laughs> should be like an ancient meeting of <laughs> communist Lots leaders. Of kisses, you know, as well. kisses on both cheeks. Flowers. Yeah. We're, we're yeah. thrilled for you. And they're better than yeah, and then then yes, yeah. there we go. Yeah, that's that's good. Good. Like that. that is the way to do it. That is only the way around to do it. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. No, I think we'll give them a good game. So finally, then, so before we go, it's traditional to do predictions. Actually, before we do a prediction, I just want Laura you to tell us your first ever game at White Hart Lane. Do you know what the awful thing is? You don't I remember. don't remember yeah. the Were first game. <laughs> no, my first actually my first Spurs game was actually away at Upton Park, oh, and we lost four oh, three, and it was crazy. It was nineteen ninety seven, and the wind was so strong that one of their corners blew straight into the goal, and then at half time it turned around and blew the other way. Bloody it hell. was very Spursy, <laughs> yeah. very very Spursy. Okay, but I remember that. I remember Spurs that. Game. Yeah, I remember yeah. the feeling of going out at White Hart Lane for the first time. I remember feeling quite like emotional when I saw the pitch. Yeah. But for the life of me, I cannot remember the game. And I've looked back through calendars to try yeah. and work out what it was. I just can't work out what it was. But yeah, West Ham away. That was that right. was the that's first. a great baptism. West Ham away is, is quite intense, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So what do you, what's your actual score prediction for Stoke away? <sighs> I'm going to be really brave and say three nil. Okay, Darren. 3-1. It's our favourite score. Yeah. 3-1. <laughs> I'll go 3-1 as well. 3-1. I'm going 4-0 because that's what I said earlier. Yeah. We do like a 4-0 against them. Yeah. And uh, I think that brings us to it. Is there anything I've forgotten to say? No? That's it then. Savour these, these lovely moments, listeners. We've beaten the Chelsea for the first time since there was no internet. <laughs> Congratulations to you all and to all of us here. Thank you, Darren. Thank you, Laura. Thank you, David. This is Theo Delaney saying, Kill you, Spurs! This is a Playback Media production. Get all the associated links for this podcast at spurshow.net. The Spurs Show is backed for the season by Ladbrokes. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. Ladies and gentlemen, an absolute delight. Please, Mr. Graham Roberts. Mr. Martin Chivers. Yes. Mr. Glenn Hoddle. Alan Murray is our very special guest at the next Spurs Show season ticket live event on Tuesday, April the 24th at the Albany in Great Portland Street. Tell them how to get tickets, mate. All you've got to do to join us is go to season.spurshow.net, sign up, and for just £10 a month, you and the guest can join us at future monthly live show events. What are you waiting for? Go to season.spurshow.net. Q.
Come on, you Spurs. That's Spurs Show Live with Alan Mullery on Tuesday, the 24th of April. Secure yourself two tickets from £10 at season.spursshow.net. Season.spursshow.net. Sports Social Podcast Network.